Welcome to Bringing Light to Truth, helping you succeed at life's key three endeavors. Learn yourself, love God, and live connected. Here's your host, Stephanie Smith. Hello there. I'm so glad you've joined me today. I'm going to pull out one of my teacher tools and start with a pop quiz. But you can relax. There's only one question. Ready? Here it is. Where do you go to find truth? Now, how you answer that question is directly tied to how you'll engage in every aspect of life. You see, it's only to the degree that you and I align our thinking with truth about ourselves, God, and others that will achieve a life of lasting peace and purpose. Today on episode number two, you're going to be introduced to one of four places you can find truth. But before we jump in, remember, after you subscribed, leave a review. In an online world dominated by algorithms, reviews don't just give me helpful feedback, but they help others find this podcast. Because we all know if something doesn't show up on page one of search results, It's the equivalent of being buried alive. So if you take just two out of the 1,440 minutes you have today, your review can help someone else find this show. And you know, sometimes it's just one insight or idea that can transform a situation and even a life. In the last episode, I introduced the idea of the core compass of truth. As a refresher, a compass is based on four cardinal directions, north, south, east, and west. And truth is found in four cardinal places, creation, common sense, people, and God as revealed in the Bible. So today we're going to unpack one of those places, common sense. In sociology and biology, Common sense is typically seen as an evolutionary adaptation to ensure the survival of the species. And in animals, we might think of the equivalent of this as instinct. As a person of faith, I see it as a universal grace bestowed by a creator who is committed not just to the survival of our species, but to the thriving of each one of us as unique and indispensable individual. We take a lot for granted based on common sense. It's a good idea to wear warm clothing if you're going to be out in the cold for a while. It's smart to not annoy large animals with pointy horns and very sharp hoofs, especially if they're bigger than you. And we all kind of know it's in our best interest to eat on a regular basis. We don't do any of those things only because someone taught us we had to. And as an example of this and how important and embedded common sense is in our lives, recently we were on a family vacation and my grandson was getting a little sleepy. And so he toddled up the stairs and he came back with not one, but two soft knitted blankets, his prized blankets. And he wrapped one around himself and he took the other and he kind of folded sort of kind of in his own toddler way, folded it up and put it on the floor 
And then he positioned himself to lay on the floor using the second blanket as a pillow. No one had to say to him, you look sleepy. You should go up and get two blankets and bring them back down so that you have a soft spot to rest on. Even at just the the age of two, he already knew just with common sense that if he was cold and he wanted to lay down and he wanted it to be a soft spot, he was going to need some blankets to do that. When it comes to the externals, which keep us physically alive, there's no credible person or group which is advocating we disregard what common sense tells us. Sure, there are nudist colonies and there are various layers of dress around the world, but no one is saying, guess what? No one across the entire planet ever needs to wear clothing, no matter where they live or what activities that they're involved in. Okay, well, there's probably somewhere and somewhere and some group somewhere that is saying that. But as a rule, we haven't yet got to the point in our society, and I pray we never do, where that becomes the acceptable as common sense. There's also no national or international movement that's saying, oh, you don't need food. That's all in your head. If you just make up your mind, you can live just fine on say, 183 calories a day, why you go for it. And then expects everybody else around should give you their support and applause. But when it comes to the internals, which keep us spiritually, emotionally, and mentally alive and thriving and healthy, common sense can be very easily discarded. And anyone who tries to retrieve it is labeled as a threat to progress. God has an enemy who wants to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God has created. And this includes our common sense. Do you remember the story of the emperor's new clothes? So this leader wants to have the praise and applause of his peers and his people. He is so invested in being a trendsetter. He is incredibly vain which is a characteristic actually of being quite insecure. And this insecurity makes him vulnerable to hucksters. Two sophisticated scam artists convince him that they can weave him a gorgeous outfit. But only those who are savvy, forward-thinking, progressive, smart, intelligent, with it, will be able to see this amazing cloth. Anybody who's not able to see this cloth means that they are not fit for their position and they're not intelligent and they are not to be relied on. Well, of course, there's money involved. Everybody wants to be in good standing with the emperor and wants to belong to the savvy and sophisticated club. So people begin peeking into the workroom and claiming how... They too can see the gorgeous outfit taking shape. The day comes for the unveiling of this magnificent new cloth and garment. And the two tailors dress him in their finery and they set him out on a parade through the town wearing these extraordinary new duds. There are claps, shouts, oohs, and ahs, and praise. There are comments from the courtiers as well as the common folk about the 
Oh, the fine cut, the delicate stitching. Oh, and the fit, did you see? It's just so flattering. Other folks who paid hefty sums to the distinguished tailors to have a garment fashion for them excitedly tell friends when their new outfit is scheduled for completion. Meanwhile, the shysters have taken full advantage of this opportunity where everybody else's attention is focused on the emperor and his magnificent garment to get out of town, their pockets bulging with gold. You know, the admonition to follow the money, it's nothing new. And all is going wonderfully until one little boy. Acting not from courage, but just from common sense, blurts out, Oh, the emperor has no clothes. And at first, people nearby try to hush the child, telling him that he's wrong. But the lad hasn't yet learned he needs to discard and ignore his common sense when his five senses are actually telling him and showing him and replacing that with the wonderful, fashionable, news, and thoughts of the day. Pretty soon, there's a grin on a face nearby. And then there's a giggle that erupts from someone else, and a couple of friends pass knowing looks between them, and, and they begin to snicker and then, and then laugh together. And before long, there are hee-haws and snorts and grunts and belly laughs and sarcastic comments. And the crowd turns from a bunch of admirers to hecklers chanting, the emperor has no clothes. Why? Because people paid attention to common sense. So let's apply that to some of the very real issues of the day. You know, if a 14-year-old decided that their true design was to be able to function with no food, They found food disgusting. They found it frustrating. They didn't like the whole way that food was processed and grown in this country or around the world. And and they just decided they didn't need food. And parents accommodated them by saying, okay, that's fine. We want to honor your, your decision. And so they never gave them food. I mean, the parents would be arrested on charges of child neglect or abuse, and the child would be removed from them and placed in another home or situation. Why? Because common sense says to stay alive requires eating. Now, we can give this universal grace fancy labels like biology and physiology and anatomy, but folks have kind of known that food was necessary for quite some time. You see, it's not that common sense supports the science. Is that science supports common sense. A 14-year-old can decide that their true design is to be a different gender, and all of a sudden it's a whole new ballgame. Adolescents whose brains haven't even gone through the astounding physiological process that occurs during adolescence are somehow considered adept at being able to make profound decisions impacting the rest of their life And the same parents who would be arrested for accommodating a child who decides that they don't really need food are applauded for supporting a child's deciding they're really not the gender their anatomy tells them. Or they are threatened and possibly even prosecuted if they don't go along with that decision. And parents and caregivers are expected to provide food or at least money for food for a child to eat at school 
because everybody knows the body needs food, but they're told to butt out if their child decides at the same school their body's anatomy can be overruled when it comes to gender and sexuality. Sadly, that's not the only example of when common sense gets thrown out and people suffer as a result. You know, in my own faith of Christendom, we've seen the discounting of common sense as a way for God to reveal truth cause tremendous problems. Did we really have to experience so many Christian leaders fall from grace because we didn't just have the common sense to say, hey, you know what? Everyone has a potential to give in to certain temptations. It's not like they really tend to be all new temptations. We kind of have a history of humanity of them centering around some of the same basic things, power, sex, and money. So let's establish some accountability measures to safeguard everyone. We might have been able to have done that. Did we really have to put women through abuse for decades because we couldn't rely on common sense to say, hey, honoring a marriage commitment doesn't mean putting up with getting your character ripped to shreds and your husband carrying on like a toddler or people quit jobs they don't find fulfilling and have no means of financial support, even though they do have financial obligations because, oh, God will provide or young people marry someone because they have peace because they've prayed while everyone else around them is throwing all kinds of red flags because they see so many hallmarks of immaturity and poorly aligned values and priorities. Don't get me wrong. There's a place for stepping out in faith. There's a place for following the peace that God does give to us. But all truth, when taken out of context or misapplied, becomes a great way to trip us up and to cause us to make some really bad decisions. However, there is good news. We can learn from mistakes, whether our own or others. I am a testament to that truth. I have plenty of mistakes that I can spend the rest of my life learning from. Wherever you are in life, you're making decisions every day. They may be as simple as, what should I fix for dinner? Or as significant as, should I turn in my notice? What you accept as truth will profoundly influence your life. And while you need the other three cardinal points of truth, people, creation, and scripture, don't discount the cardinal direction of common sense. So we'll talk more about the other three points in upcoming episodes. Make sure to subscribe and take just two minutes out of the 1,040 you have today and leave a review. That is such a tremendous help. You'll be a partner in helping others learn, live, and love truth. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, my friend, you have an impact that is immeasurable, eternal, and irreplaceable. Thank you for listening. For information on speaking engagements and other resources, visit the website at stephaniepresents.com. Remember, learn yourself, love God, and live connected.